We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game betting odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Hello and welcome to the Rotoviz College Football Fantasy Podcast, your place for all things Devi, college DFS, and college football betting advice. I am your host, Stefan Lacoe. Not joined by my co-host, Matt Wispay. This week, Matt is off the grid enjoying Thanksgiving, friends and family. Actually, um, I'm just assuming that last part, he might just be off the grid. Uh, So I'm going solo this week, uh, but I wanted to get you guys um, just the picks for this week. Let you know what we're thinking on some of these and uh, just get you out the door ready for Thanksgiving. I know that, uh, you know, we still watch sports even though there's holidays. So, you know, and if you're like me, you probably watch more sports over a weekend like this. So we want you guys to be ready uh, for the weekend and all the good stuff that's coming up. So we do have our picks of the week coming up for you just momentarily. Um, I want to talk a little bit about last week's um, question of the week. Uh, That was around Dan Mullen and whether or not he should be fired. Well, as a lot of you know, he was let go this week. Uh, The Florida job is vacant. And I, as an Oregon fan... And starting to get a little bit nervous. Uh, We've got a lot of really interesting openings, especially in Florida, where Mario Cristobal, the head coach of Oregon, um, has been before um, at the University of Miami. So I'm a little bit nervous with all these Florida openings coming up. I would I would hate to see Mario go. Um, I imagine that if if Matt was here, his uh, cliche question of the week would probably be something about uh, the playoff, maybe Cincinnati, maybe Notre Dame. Um, I'm not sure. Right now, Cincinnati is looking like they will have a decent shot at making it to the college football playoff, while Notre Dame seems to be on the outside looking in. I do think this could set up for some interesting drama running down the stretch, but you all know me. I don't love talking about college football playoff speculation until it's time. We still have a couple weeks of football ahead of us. Uh, We've got some championship games in in just a couple weeks here, and and this week we've got a huge slate of really – Fun, exciting, interesting games, and and there's a lot left to see what will happen. We have um, 
We have some time. We have some time. That's what I'm trying to say here. So let's get into it. But before we do that, a quick word from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we are back. This first game I have for you is one that I'm going to be honest, I probably won't watch very much of. This is on Friday. So if you want to fight the traffic at the mall or wherever it is you do your Black Friday shopping, go right ahead. You're not going to want to probably watch too much of this one, but I'm talking about the Ohio Bobcats versus Bowling Green. Ohio is only five and six against the spread. However, they are on a nice little run. They are five and two in their last seven games. So they've really turned things around um, at the second half of the season, which is really great. Meanwhile, Bowling Green are two and four against the spread in their last six games. Bowling Green is not a great team. They are three and eight total on the year. Um, so the line here is only five and a half over at Bet MGM. So I'm going to go ahead and lay that with Ohio. I think the Bobcats uh, take care of business pretty easily. I'm not very impressed with this Bowling Green team. So I, I feel very confident on this play. Um, in their last three games head-to-head, Ohio has won the average score being 55 to like 17. So Ohio has a nice track record against the Bowling Green Falcons. So we're going to go ahead and roll with them for my first pick. My next pick is from a game um, in the Big Ten. I'm talking about the Iowa Hawkeyes versus Nebraska Cornhuskers. This line has jumped all over the place, both teams having been favored at one point. Currently, as the line sits right now, it's Nebraska minus one. Well, I think Iowa is just a better team. We know Adrian Martinez um, is getting surgery this week. So I'm going to go ahead and take the point with Iowa. So I'm going to roll with Iowa plus one you guys know i don't roll with underdogs very often uh, but this feels like the wrong team being favored uh, i i thought this made a lot more sense when when iowa was the favorite so i'm gonna kind of rely on this defense i was interested in the total for a little bit but that 41 number you guys know me that just terrifies me a little bit uh, we'll see if matt has a play on this in uh, just a while uh, if he does i would not be shocked to see him go with an under because that's what he does, but not me. I don't want any piece of that. That's that's just terrifying, and I don't have any confidence in taking the over either because uh, this could be just an absolute uh, Big Ten snooze fest. 
but I, I, I do like Iowa to win outright, but I'm going to go ahead and take that one point because it's not going to make that much difference uh, juice-wise, and I can get this over at DraftKings at minus 110. Another favorite that... Oh, not, not another favorite. Iowa was not the favorite. I just thought they should be, but a favorite that I am rolling with. Um, and this is uh, playing against a team that I have kind of been fading for uh, about a month now. Um, Temple is really, really struggling as of late. Uh, we've talked about how they've been a target of mine. And in fact, they are 0-6 in their last six games. They really have kind of given up on this year. Um, the total has also gone under in four of their last uh, five games played in the month of November. So that is, you know, three games this month and then going into last year. Meanwhile, Navy are 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight games. Temple, a team that's already given up, they are not going to want to show up for this game in any meaningful way. Um, I really expect Navy's offense, which is averaging about 230 yards per game, which is number eight in the country. Uh, I totally expect them to destroy the 123rd rushing defense that is Temple's. I think Navy runs it all over this Temple team. Um, and so I want to go ahead and lock in that minus 12 and a half. Th those two touchdowns don't need it. Don't scare me. Um, I would play this all the way up to 13 and a half, even 14, get that push insurance there. Uh, so, so Navy is my third bet. By the way, all of my bets this week are just single unit plays. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Navy at minus 12 and a half. Again, uh, minus 110 over on DraftKings. A home team that I like. I know I often go with road favorites because I'm insane and my record shows it. Um, a, a home team that I like that is also favored is the Virginia Cavaliers in a rivalry game against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is a coachless team at the moment. They have not done a whole lot um, as of late. They're 2-7 and seven against the spread in their last nine games. Uh, meanwhile, Virginia are 5-2. and two. And Virginia's had some really impressive showings. Um, yes, they lost last week to Pitt, but that was a really, really tough loss. They were in it up until the very, very end. You guys know I was on that Virginia money line. And for a minute there, I thought it was going to hit. Um, before the injury to Vernon Armstrong, who, by the way, looked fantastic last week, um, they were beating up teams, uh, putting up, and they were putting up mid-40s uh, every week. So, um, I really like Virginia to, to get out to a big lead in this one. Um, I think Virginia Tech might come back towards the end of the game, uh, making that minus seven a little bit uncomfortable, maybe for a, for a moment. But when all is said and done, I think Virginia does end up winning this game by more than a touchdown. So I'm going to roll with Virginia minus seven. Let's go back to the Big Ten. Um, we've got a team that is on a roll at the moment. He is, they, excuse me, are four and one against the spread in their last five games. And they are seven and oh straight up since their loss back in, I'm looking here. Um, it always makes a bit more sense when I've got it up and running. Um, they have not lost a game since they faced Michigan back in the, the first week of October. And this team has really gone through a transformation since then. I'm talking about the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, Matt was talking quite a bit about their improvement over the last few months um, in last week's episode. So uh, if you, if you want to have some more information on, on what's going on there, please do check that out. But uh, minus six and a half on the road against Minnesota. 
a Minnesota team that is one and nine in their last 10 against Wisconsin. I don't think that trend is going to uh, let up anytime soon. And Minnesota, as we know, is out their top two running backs. They've been having to roll without them for quite a while, and they just don't have a great identity on offense. Um, in fact, they are averaging just over 24 points a game, uh, less than five and a half yards per carry. Um, their passing attack is 116th in the country. And while they've had some success rushing the ball early in the year, it has kind of come down as of late. So I just think Wisconsin's able to take care of business. I think it's a pretty comfortable win. I don't think it'll quite be that 35 to 14 drubbing that we saw last week against Indiana. But I do think Wisconsin takes care of business really easily. Um, and minus six and a half is available over at BetMGM at minus 115. So this is a play that I really like. This is my favorite play of the week, Wisconsin, minus six and a half at Minnesota. Let's head over to Bedlam. We've got a big game with Oklahoma up against Oklahoma State in Boone Pickens Stadium. Uh, the Sooners coming into town as a four-point dog. What in the world is happening? Yes, this offense of OU's is not what we are accustomed to. Yes, Oklahoma State's defense looks really good. But these teams, it's just hard for me uh, to look at this where OU is getting points against a rival that really is only a rival because they play in the same state. Um, OU, 8-2 and two in their last 10 against Oklahoma State. They have dominated this competition for decades now. I think, again, the wrong team is favored. But I understand why I understand kind of the reasoning uh, for this, but I'm just going to go with the historical track record here of the Sooners. I mean, they are six and zero in their last six against Oklahoma state. And while Oklahoma state are nine and zero against the spread in their last nine games of this season, um, we're talking about teams like Texas tech TCU Kansas, Iowa State, like teams that aren't necessarily uh, as talented as what I believe the Oklahoma Sooners uh, still are. I still like this Sooners team. Yeah, they've been a little bit disappointing on the year. They are not quite as good as we would have thought. However, I feel very confident that Oklahoma will be able to take care of business. I think they win outright. But I'm going to take the four and a half points that DraftKings is giving me at just, you know, minus 110. Uh, to me, that feels like a pretty safe bet. Uh, similar to like last week when I was like, I like Virginia to win and I don't need the points. Well, those 14 points would have been nice. And of course, uh, I bet both the money line, which I gave out on the show, but I also did take those plus 14. Uh, this kind of feels similar where I do think OU will just win outright. Uh, but I'll take the four and a half points just in case things are uh, tighter than I'd like. I expect this to be a lower scoring game. The total on this is right around 50, 49 and a half is what I'm seeing it right now. With it being a, a close, uh, you know, a, a low scoring, but perceived to be a pretty close game, getting four and a half points with the Sooners just feels like a lot of insurance. All right, the next game I want to look at is taking place over in the great state of South Carolina. We've got the Clemson Tigers 
versus the South Carolina Gamecocks. Now, Clemson is only 3-8 and eight against the spread on the year, but they are doing pretty well as of late. Um, in fact, against the spread, they have covered three of their last four outings, so things seem to be going a little bit better. They really took care of business against Wake Forest last week, and in, in large part because of a newfound reliance on Pace and Shipley. So I think we see more of that again moving forward. I think they found kind of a, a one-two punch that they like. Instead of having DJU be their running game, they're letting Shipley um, kind of do some more dynamic playmaking. And, and then Kobe Pace comes in there kind of as that as that battering ram. So I'm going to roll with Clemson here. It's not a crazy number. It's only minus 11 and a half. And this Gamecocks team, I think, is being propped up by some pretty easy, or not easy, but some uh, surprising outcomes, uh, beating a Florida team three weeks ago that's given up on the season, um, and then beating up on Auburn, who was without their starting quarterback last week, and then they did have that loss to Mizzou in there. So I think that's more what we're going to see is uh, against this stiffer competition, against a, a really elite defense and uh, an offense that's finding its legs here towards the end of the year. Uh, Clemson still has a lot to play for. They have a lot of pride that they want to uh, go out and, and pretty much establish themselves uh, to, to, to finish out this year, give themselves a nice foundation to build on for next year, give DJU some confidence. I think Clemson wins this game by two touchdowns. Um, I might, personally, for the locks pod, for, for, for right now, I'm taking minus 11.5. Uh, I might take an alternate number here. Um, myself, I think Clemson could blow out South Carolina, so I might go ahead and do a, a minus 16 and a half just for funsies over on my own. Uh, but for the lock, uh, let's take Clemson minus 11 and a half on the road at William Bryce Stadium. Um, I think the Gamecocks will not be ready for what the Tigers are going to pour on on Saturday evening. This has a 7.30 kickoff. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, but uh, I think Clemson takes care of business pretty handily. Another game that, that, that kind of looks... Interesting to me, uh, I think Notre Dame still has a shot at the playoff. I think we realize this. I think they need some style points. I think they need to show the world that, yes, we lost to Cincinnati earlier in this year. Yes, we lost a pretty rough game and, and, and weren't really competitive against a team that is currently in the playoff. But our team is not the same as it was back then. We destroyed USC. We beat a good Tar Heels team. We crushed Navy. Virginia couldn't even score a touchdown against us. And then we just shut out Georgia Tech 55-0. We are a new team. We're ready to go. We are the Fighting Irish. So I think Notre Dame goes into Stanford Stadium and picks their number. I think they will run the ball all over Stanford. Stanford's defense um, gives up 241 rushing yards a week or a game, rather, which is 127th in the nation. I think Kai... Ky Kyron Williams, excuse me, and Chris Tyree have an absolute field day. I expect them to uh, both have close to 100 yards um, or combined at least have close to 200 yards rushing. And, and I think we see Notre Dame handle this one pretty easily. So that 19 that I'm getting over at Bet River at minus 112 is big number. We need them to win by close to three touchdowns, but I think they get it done. The last game I want to look at here for, for betting against the spread, and then I have one total for you, is another Pac-12 game. 
We've got the Cal Bears heading over to UCLA to face the Bruins. And I want UCLA in this matchup. Minus six and a half. Chip Kelly has this team playing really, really well. They just beat that Stanford team 41-11. Excuse me. That was Cal that did that. They just beat USC. I should know. I watched the game. I had the wrong screen up. Uh, they just crushed USC last week, 62-33. They could do no wrong on offense. They were just a well-oiled machine. Um, Zach Charbonnet got really rolling again, which was really awesome. We saw a breakout game by the receivers. It was awesome. I, I really enjoyed watching UCLA, and I think we have more of the same in store for us. Um, this UCLA offense is averaging over 420 yards per game, scoring more than 33 points per game. I think it's just going to be way too much for Cal to keep up with. So the fact that I only need them to win by one touchdown feels very, very manageable. So that's my last pick against the spread. Finally, my, my last play, my final unit that I am putting out there this week Give me the over 57 and a half in Tulane and Memphis. Uh, I, I'm excited for this one. This is one I think I think could end up getting pretty pretty high scoring. Um, both these teams have been hitting their unders as of late, so I think that has deflated this number just a little bit. Um, I expect to see uh, both teams score pretty frequently here, and I think. We don't have to worry too much about this number. I think Memphis runs away with it in the end um, and, and gets close to 40 points on their own and therefore only needing about 20 from Tulane. So final score, I kind of think, will be that 20, 21 to 42 type thing uh, where, where we end up getting this cover, you know, towards the end of the third quarter, maybe beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, I'm going to go through Matt's picks real quick. I'm not going to give a whole lot of commentary on them because um, they're his picks. Uh, but he wants the under in Boise State, San Diego State. Uh, I actually like that pick quite a bit. Um, it's under 44 and a half. Then he's putting one unit on UMass plus six and a half at New Mexico State. I am assuming this is a, a strictly a fade New Mexico State. He does not agree with me on my Tulane Memphis thoughts because he is taking Tulane plus six and a half. He's taking the road underdog, uh, so he does think that that one will stay close, which you know could, in fact, help my over if both teams keep pushing the football down the field. In the Florida State versus Florida game, he has two plays, um, both you know very linked to each other. He wants Florida State plus three, but then he also is putting a full unit on Florida State money line. He thinks they will just straight up win, so he is going to get that money line, but he also is doing a play with the points of course he wants a little bit of action on his ohio state buckeye so he is putting two units on ohio state team total over 40 over 36 points versus michigan i really like that bet quite a bit we have seen ohio state just scoring at will uh, he does not think that michigan's uh, vaunted defense will be able to slow them down all that much and i actually tend to agree with that one as well um, in the Minnesota-Wisconsin game, he kind of uh, is is feeling similarly to me where he thinks Minnesota is going to uh, really, really struggle. He has their team total under 16. Um, he's getting that at minus 115 over at points bet. Uh, so he's putting one unit on the team total under 16 for Minnesota. 
And then in the Colorado State versus Nevada, he wants the underdog yet again. So he is taking four points. Excuse me. He is taking Colorado State plus four versus Nevada. And then his final pick of the week, uh, he is going with Houston, UConn. He wants under 56 and a half. And I am guessing his thought process on this is that UConn just won't score. Houston won't need to score all that much because they'll have this game wrapped up after one quarter and they'll be able to kind of coast a little bit um, into conference championship week. So again, um, I'll run through Matt's plays again real quick. He's got the under in Boise State, San Diego State. He's got UMass plus six and a half, Tulane plus six and a half, Florida State plus three, and Moneyline at Florida. He's got Ohio State team total over 36, Minnesota team total under 16, Colorado State plus four, and the under 56 and a half in Houston, UConn. Meanwhile, I am going Ohio minus five and a half, Iowa plus one, Navy minus 12 and a half, Virginia minus seven, Wisconsin minus six and a half, OU plus four and a half. Yeah, they're the underdog. I know it's crazy. Clemson minus 11 and a half, Notre Dame minus 19, and UCLA minus six and a half. And then I want the over in Tulane, Memphis. All right, guys, I appreciate you sticking around um, for this kind of quick hitting episode, but we got you all the stuff you need. We got you 25 minutes here of nothing but picks. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with our regular, um, yeah, regular formatting, regular show next week when Matt is back. Uh, So enjoy your football. Happy Thanksgiving. Do all the things that you do. Enjoy the turkey, the ham, whatever the hell it is. Have a couple of drinks for us. And, of course, enjoy your betting. Bet responsibly, um, but have fun. Uh, We'll catch you guys next week. Again, have a great week.